Hi, and welcome to the second show of El Valle Bajo. You didn't ask for it, but we still did it. So hopefully you can hang on for a while and then we're talk some stuff. Uh, joining me today, is, as we did last time, is Pablo Barrera. How are you, Pablo? Pretty good yourself. Thanks for having me on again. No, thank you. Um, so today uh, we had our show planned out, but we got some, some uh, stuff here. And that we want to talk about, and it's the candidates for the city of Socorro. It's District Four, uh, at large, and mayor. Now we're gonna start with District Four. We'll go to at large and uh, mayor. Those are three big positions here in the city of Socorro. Any position is big, and we are looking here. Before we go into that, Pablo, I was gonna tell you. Uh, today, the El Paso ISD, the largest district in El Paso, um, announced they're going back October 1st, 18 days, 18 days before they were supposed to. Uh, me and you have had issues about that. Um, you know, I know I saw in the news there was one parent that was upset because they didn't go back. And what's your take on this? What do you think? What's happening in EPISD? Um, you know what, man? I think that because I think we're talking about the same article from what I read was pretty much the same thing. Um, and I understand, like, you know, people want to go back. And it's like I've said, if you want to go back, hey, you know, by all means, go back. Uh, just take care of yourself and take care of those that are around you. But there's people in, in health conditions or financial means or technology ways that they can't go back or they don't want to go back, you know, whatever the case might be. It's just, it's always been about giving people options. As long as we give them options then, then you know, we're good. But going back earlier, especially coming around the flu season, it's one of those things you don't want to take. I, for me personally, I don't plan on taking the chance, you know, cause we don't know. It's still the unknown. Now we already had a year of this and we can have an idea of where we're going to be going. Yeah, you know, um, I tweeted out earlier that it's it's pointed out that uh, the parent was from the west side, and those are things that that ourselves we've come up come up against where some of us some they need a voice in you know I'm a I'm a Jefferson alumni, and those are things that you know my mom would have never fought anything. My mom would have been okay. It's school, go. And sometimes you you know they have no they think they have no voice. Or they assume the school knows what's best for us. And you and I have figured out that sometimes, you know, different views help us get to a better conclusion. So I'm a little concerned about my area. Um, you know, people that can afford the PP, people that can afford to go to not go to work, and people that can afford not to go to work. It's a, a whole bucket full of stuff, and, and I hope the best for everybody and you know september 8th was the first day to go back and 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 it did happen it did it did uh, a lot of schools went back a lot of testing going on and i know a lot of schools opened up for kids that needed it they needed the help for that and so you know we hope the best for them you know i just it's very scary times i know dr fauci said we won't be normal until next time sometime this year next year in 2021 and you know, let's hope we can get something, a cure or something going on. And please let us know if you have any information about anything. So uh, now moving on to our next topic. 
the candidates. Uh, we got District 4 first. And we're going to talk about what we know, what we don't know, and what we want to find out. Uh, Pablo, we got first, is incumbent District 4 representative Yvonne Colombia Lobos. She um, she did fill out. She is a realtor here. We got her uh, form. She's um, she's lived in Socorro for 17 years. Uh, what do you know? Um, just like last time that, we, that I stated, you know, she, I see the meetings that I've gone to, she just kind of goes with the flow and, um, I just, I would want to see her be a little bit more aggressive for her, her community, but not just for her district, but for the rest of Socorro and find that, that happy medium, you know, working out with the, the other district reps and finding that balance Hey, your district needs this, or my district's need of that, and and just coming together, and that, that's what's great about. I guess if people use it right, it's it's good when there's the the difference, right? And you find that happy medium, you know. Well, I'll tell you this much: when I was in city council, I, I represented district two. She was uh, totally opposite of what you're talking about. She was always in there. She was always, you know, trying this or trying that, or something was wrong. And, and, and I mean, I'll tell you this much. They, you know, it, when back when I was a uh, district two, they, she was part of the team that called in the, the special meeting for to get rid of uh, uh, Gloria Rodriguez, our, our mayor that we got rid of. And those were things that, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. Honest to God, you know, I ran on, on emotion and I didn't know exactly. I love politics. I just didn't know what was happening. So those are things that, that we got to look at. And, you know, she did get, um, she got in some hot water due to the fact of, I'm not sure exactly what it was, but she did get censured by, by city council. Don't, don't quote me on that. I'm going to have to look it up. Um, there were some situations about uh, a lot of things. And we're going to have to look that up and, and, and call her in and see if she wants to come talk to us. Um, there's some stuff that was there. Um you know, I don't know her personally, uh, but there is some some history there between us, and that's for another another day that I'll I'll go over that with you guys. But um, maybe when she comes on, we can talk about it. Our second candidate is Jaime Huereke. Huereka? Huereka. Huereka. Jaime Huereka. He is a hairstylist and has lived in Socorro all his life. That's that's um somebody new. We don't know who where he comes from, but that's what we want here in Socorro is new blood. Um, you know, sometimes people get fed up and they want to run, and that's great. And sometimes they 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 see things that, that we don't see, especially because we live in District Two and and they live in District Four, which is a, a couple miles away from, from where we're at. So we want to make sure we see that. And you know, we wanna reach out to these guys and, and let them know what we're trying to do and hopefully get some, some answers. You know, we're all here in the vested interest of the city of Socorro. Our third candidate is Enrique Cisneros. Enrique Cisneros. I don't know if you can tell me the address. I don't know if you know, don't say it out loud, but I'm not, I couldn't read out his address, but he does have a his permanent address. Is, lit, is different from his uh, public mailing address. And this is all a uh, Freedom of Information Act 
that we got on on our on the people that are living here. He's lived here for two years and one month. And he is an insurance agent. So we want to see what's what's happening with him and what is in the best interest and why he's he's running here in Socorro. You know, yeah. sometimes you know, it's happened before where people move in and they just want to run and see what's what's going on. But of course, we want to keep the best interest of Coro here. And our last one is Maria Guadalupe Mata. Um, she is a security analyst. She's lived here for 10 years. So those are the four candidates that we'll be reaching out to. And hopefully we can get them on the show. And we're going to talk to them and see what they want for Socorro. Because we want to make sure that uh, we support who's in the best interest in our in our city. You know, sometimes the best interest isn't uh, the person getting voted in or the person that has the most money. And, and those are things that worries me about politics. And I'll tell you this much. When I ran, I didn't know what I was doing. I ran on pure emotion. And those are things that, and very little money, almost zero. I think I invested maybe a hundred dollars. If oh, that, God. if it's any, if any, I, I really don't remember. It was four years ago. And, and, you know, those are things that keep people afraid because I didn't know what I was doing. And I, I, I say it all the time on Twitter. I, I got a Twitter account to, to reach out to people and you know what? I won. That was the craziest thing ever. I won. And, and I, I was uh, dead on to do some things. And I learned that not everything can be done a certain way. So you know what? I went to the next thing that I know, and I know education. And I brought in the teachers for the teacher of the year. We brought in all the, all the kids in the, in the programs, in the after-school programs that, that won. And, of course, uh, soccer, uh, soccer was the best one for the city of Socorro. Our kids could always win that. And I think it was hilly at that time. So those are things that um, that happen, and that's a little background on me that that you know we uh, we have. So uh, we have now at large we have Rene Rodriguez. So Rene Rene Rodriguez is our incumbent. We both know him. Um, he he really much doesn't shy away from anything. He owns a body shop. He's been here in Socorro for 14 years. So that's a that's a that's about how long I've been here. No, not really, not that long. Maybe I've been 12. So um Rene Rodriguez, we both know him. Uh Pablo, what can you tell me? I know we went some over stuff last time. What can you tell about Rene Rodriguez? I mean, like I said last time, I reiterated, I mean it's one of those guys that you want on the team and I mean he he went up to bat for because I think it was affecting his area too with the whole buses and he went to the district for his community to make sure that they have to stay travel to and from school um he tries to have that that balance him at the being at the larger that's where he he's been I think a, a good key role in that position because he tries to find that balance Okay, which district is the most need? Um, how do we how do we take care of this area? You know, they're the ones that are most need right now. Okay, hey, you know what? We gave you this. You now we got to give this district this this. Uh, all right, you know, he he's very vocal and 
And I'll be quite frank, a lot of people turn around and say, nah, you know, he talks out of his rear end, but you know, at the end of the day, he just I think he just has a lot of passion for his community. And I don't I don't I don't come when you actually get to know the guy, you figure out that his heart is in the right place and it's just the passion that he has for his community and that you want to see is, is that passion, that heart for your community, not just someone there playing the whole oh, okay, we're gonna play just play politics. Kind of what we're seeing now, you know, even on our national stage. Right. And and you know, Rene um is running with, with uh Jesus Reese that we'll get to later. He's running for mayor. Jesus Reese and I, I talked about his last time. They were the ones that that actually um came in and and threw most of the Gandaras out. And and that was a big thing for them and they wanted to. They they were they they were very transparent. Rene does have a, a strong character, but you know he gets the job done. And uh, the only reason that I know more about Rene is because he's the one that has the flyers up already. I got yeah. one in my home. I don't know if you got one. Um, it says uh, his flyer says a team that works for Socorro, un equipo que trabaja para Socorro. Socorro plans most capital improvements in city's history. Socorro Street Repair Signal Shift in City Priorities, KTSM, Road Construction to Help Cognitivity in Socorro, KVIA, Invierten 1.3 Millones de para Pavimiento en Socorro y Univision, Comienza la Construcción de Nueva, nueva Carretera Old Waco Tanks de Lemundo, y retoman Proyecto de Construcción de Banquetas en Socorro y Univision. So those are things, even most of cosas, the way we see them is that they've, they got some traction here. They got, they actually have done stuff. They, they have produced, um, you know, somebody else reached out to me and they said they wanted to talk to Rene and, and they actually did reach out to Rene Rodriguez and he answered them back. So right now we're working on something special for you guys where we're going to have a little town hall. Or where we are going to have some candidate, we're going to have uh, some candidates. Like I said, we're going to reach out to all the candidates, and we're going to ask them questions about what their plans are for the city of Socorro. We want to make sure that these guys always, um, always come out and and hear the community. Now, so we're moving to our large. Our second candidate is Ernesto Gomez. Uh, Ernesto Gomez is self-employed. He has lived in Socorro for 43 years. Okay, so so that's something. Uh, uh, Ernesto Gomez uh, was was uh, brother to the late Mary um, Mary Reyes that I was in council with. Uh, she passed away about a year and a half ago, maybe to two years. Uh, we were in council together. She took on also corruption, and this is Ernesto Gomez. He was also our judge for the city of Socorro when, when was a much different time. Okay. It was a much different time. And now that things are changed, um, he's running for at large. So that's something that's somebody notable, somebody who, who's been here long. Uh, what do you know about Ernie, Paulo? Um, you know what? Some actual constituents have also reached out or, or, you know, they've, 
He asked, hey, do you know if so-and-so's going to run? And I'm like, I don't know. And then finally we were able to do this freedom and request and the information that came back is self-employed. And, you know, and when you see it, he's been here a lengthy time. And I, I wonder why he got back into the system and or he wants to get back into the system. But a lot of people have also, a couple of people have actually told me, hey, well, does he actually live here? And, I mean, I don't know the guy personally so i and i told him flat out i was like i i don't know him so if he's if he's living here currently then i don't know but yeah uh, right. i've been told that he's been working outside the city so okay i don't know what to do with that is yeah that's 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 beyond our control we just could ask the questions like i told you we reach out to these guys and and we want to just make sure everybody's on the up and up for the city of socorro um and we'll see we'll get there when we get there and hopefully yeah. these guys uh, reach back to us when we reach out to them. Uh, that's, that's a great thing about this is that, you know, uh, people reach out to you or me and have questions. And, and we're just truthful. Hey, you know, we don't know. And this is a great opportunity for for all these individuals to come out and, and clear the water for them, you know, for whatever people say about them or, you know, clear the misconceptions that many people may have about them. So it's a great opportunity for them as well. Yeah, I think so. Uh, we also have running for a large uh, Jesse Montelongo. Jesse Montelongo is USS Army retired. Uh, he's lived here for 31 years. Mr. Montelongo. Uh, I, I actually, uh, I've met Mr. Montelongo when I was a sitting council. He was um, in charge of the, he's very passionate uh, for the city. Um, I know there was a lot of turmoil when I was in council, and it was just, it was a different time, and um, he would always want to bring us together, and I, I really uh, respect him for that. Uh, he is Army retired. Um, he is head of the Neighborhood Watch, so those are things that we got to make sure we get out and do. I know my neighborhood, um, we have a very close-knit neighborhood, and those are things that we need to make sure that our everybody else does, and everybody knows that we have one, and those things help. Make sure to keep our city safe. So, uh, uh, your army retired. I'm sorry, Marine, right? Army or Marine? Yes. I'm not going to offend me like that now. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Uh, you're Marine, right? Yep. You're a devil dog. So, tell me. Tell me if you know anything about Jesse. So, I actually, Jesse had invited me to to be a part of the, the veteran organization here. And... You know, I was very pleased and welcomed by it. Um, it was just, for me, it was different because it was all Vietnam guys. I was the only Iraq slash Afghanistan veteran there, you know, and it right. was, I was the only input there. So it kind of felt um, kind of felt a little bit out of place, to be quite honest. But um, the majority of the guys, they, they welcomed me. Um, I think his heart is, is in a good spot. Um you know, like I say, I stated before. You know, in the military, most of the time, everybody learns leadership skills. So, more than more than likely, he should have those leadership skills. Um, but I, I guess that's all we really know about him, honestly. Okay. I just I want to see a little bit more outside of just the military. You know. Right. Right. No, and like I told you, he's head of the neighborhood watch. I know that. I've met him before. Um, and they're very passionate, the veterans here, and we thank them for their service, especially you, Pablo. We want to thank everybody for their service. Um, those are things that we want to we want to make sure we we clear the air with, 
and know what they, they will have in plan for the city of Socorro. You know, we want to make sure that everything gets, you know, uh, everybody has their even time and accepts our invitation to um, to come on the show and, and talk to people and talk to constituents. And that's what we want. We want to make sure they, they uh, we know who we're voting for. And this is the most, I think it's the most important race in our history. You know, we want to make sure that, you know, we want to make sure we get those people elected that, that are going to move Socorro forward, not backwards. And not into other times. So our last our last candidate for at large is Ruben Abud Reyes. I might have pronounced that wrong. Uh, Ruben Reyes is an electrician and has lived here for six years. So Ruben Reyes is also running for at large. So these are things that, that we're talking about and 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 um and uh, I don't. I'm not sure who Ruben Reyes is. He's a newcomer. Uh, we want to make sure uh, we reach out to him as well. Anything with Ruben Reyes, by chance, Paulo? No, I haven't heard anything about him. Him and I are the same age. Oh, Gary, you the uh, same age? His yeah, birthday's so coming on the thirty first. I don't know. Let's see what he what he has to offer. Yeah. To get to know this guy. Yeah, we want to get to know everybody. You know. Want to get to know everybody and make sure that we we know where it's going, what we're getting ourselves into. Um, I can't, I wouldn't be able to stand, um, you know, four years of somebody just sitting there or four years of of investigations. You know, we want to make sure we keep these people accountable and say, and say, you know what, you promised this and you promised that, and those are things that we want to make sure Socorro moves. And you know the biggest thing in Socorro is is our taxes. You know we. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. You know, might not know this, but we're the highest taxed entity. Not even entity; it's the whole uh, SISD. It's it's taxed a lot. You know, and those oh, are yeah. yeah. I mean, compared to other local school districts, and we we know school districts get their money from taxes, so that's a pretty penny we're paying for for our schools, and want to make sure that. Um, they're used to what they're, uh, what's intended for. <laughs> so, you know, I'm going to tell you something right now. I was going through these uh, Open Records Acts. Uh, the mayorship is up for grabs because Elia Garcia is not running. Yep. Elia Garcia, <laughs> our mayor, is not running for re-election. Now, um, I know... She's got in hot water. I know that she's been, uh, it's been brought up to council. Uh, Elia ran for county commissioner, but she also tried to get some employees to be part of her campaign. And not where, hey, you know, can you join my campaign? No, you're going to join my campaign because I'm mayor and you work under me. Uh, I know for a fact that people left, left uh, the city of Socorro, not living but working because of that situation. And those are things that we don't want here in Socorro. We don't want uh, people forcing people to do some things they don't want. And, and the ethics here in Socorro has changed a lot for our for our city. And And, well, there's a lot more than that. And she also used the city of Socorro to launch her campaign, which is also illegal because you can't really launch anything on city property. So, Correct. 
So that's my be having to do. We'll actually investigate that. We'll ask people around and we'll see where we go from there. But let me tell you, the first one running is Jesus Alejandro Reese, who is Jesus Reese, our former mayor. And we talked about it before. He is running with um, his partner Renan in crime, Rene Rodriguez. So Jesus Reese is coming back. Um, he was the one that ran with um, Jesus Reese, ran with Rene Rodriguez, and we got the most out of our city at that time. Now, people ask, say, well, this, this plan was approved. North Loop was approved 10 years ago. Or Old Waco Tank was approved five years ago, six years ago, before anybody's time. Well, the difference between having something approved and getting it done is 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 um having the money having the money on hand and being something called shovel ready. Yeah. Okay, shovel ready. So what that means is that. Shovel ready is you're ready to go. The manpower, the contracts, everything. And those are the things that Rene Rodriguez and and Jesus Reese brought. There, you know, those are things that I don't even know about yet that I hope to know about soon. Shovel ready means that you're ready to go. Projects are ready to go. If you're not ready, the city of El Paso with their billions of dollars. Take over that program or whatever, whatever you, they you, they pat the something called the MPO, the Metropolitan Planning Organization, uh, over jumps over leapfrogs over you and gives it to whoever is ready. If you're not ready with a program, if you're not ready with the money, if you're not ready with 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 the equipment and the plans, then they jump over you and give them something else for their city to do. Yeah. So for a long time before before me and you got crazy about this, we were so so City Socorro was not getting any funds. Exactly. And you know what I think I need to we need to elaborate a little bit more is I was I found out that as of three weeks ago, the census we were only at eighteen percent. Eighteen. That's crucial. Yes. You know what? Eighteen percent is not going to cut it. 18%, you know, we could have our own congressman from Socorro if everybody gets counted, guys. That's really important. That's what we want. We want more representation because, you know, I've met uh, uh, Gina. What's her name? Gina. Who's running for Texas 23. I, I mean, the, the name escapes me right now. I'll look it up right now. But she's running for Texas 23. Will Hurd is not running. So she's Gina Perez. Gina Perez. Gina Perez. Sorry about that. I've met her. I've met her. I've met her. You know, Gina Ortiz Jones. There you go. I've met her. Um, we never got to talk. I was in her town hall one time. And I think I went off topic about education because that's all I know about. And or I care about. And Though what happened was that I, I think we got on a side conversation with other people and I was doing it on my phone because um, I didn't want to get my computer out and they had a we we're talking about, I believe, about um, Internet. 
So we're talking about internet because in rural areas, especially along the border, there is no internet. There is no way for those kids to connect. You know, infrastructure has to not be included with internet. You can't include an infrastructure bill federally or locally or statewide if you don't include internet. Now, we are 10 10 um 10 years back here in our rural areas. It was it was hard for me to find internet in in Socorro 10 years ago. Oh yeah, I think what was it a couple of years ago? Like I know my neighborhood like a year ago we just got upgraded with fiber optic cable. Exactly. And I was like, wow, this is my division's new. Yeah, yeah, and Horizon is the same thing. You people on Horizon are suffering. They're suffering without internet. And you got somebody said HughesNet is worse. Uh, I got AT&T. I went from Vivint. I don't know if you know what Vivint had internet for a while. I had Vivint, and they, they picked up some signal, put it on top of your roof, and you got it. But, you know, we had to switch because Vivint actually went out of business on the internet side. So we had to go to AT&T and, you know, knock on wood, it's been good. We can do this shenanigans, right? So yep. it's been it's been pretty good. And, and, you know, the fear of not having internet is real. The fear of missing out is real. The fear of, of ordering, not be able to order your favorite food or not, or ordering Walmart to be delivered, that's real now. Our phones... Uh, education yeah yeah exactly our education system is on internet so the infrastructure needs to come out and say we need to put a wi-fi on each block free wi-fi not the best wi-fi but a free wi-fi because our kids are sitting outside mcdonald's kids are sitting out in in uh, rec centers we we can't have that we need to make sure we we take care of our own here and take care of all the kids that are, are trying to learn right now. And, and we found a fault in the armor for the U.S. I promise you that other countries are, that are underdeveloped do have Wi-Fi. They do. But because we want to make money off it, it's not ever going to... It was free for, what, two, three months? Yeah. Yeah. In the COVID. Yeah. So those are things that, that we got to realize... Especially here, and I hope our, our local government hears us because we do have the Chaya Costa, not the Chaya Costa, it's the Chaya Podaca. We do have the Chaya Podaca, but right now it's closed because of COVID. Where do the kids go? Why can't they just step outside and get internet? I know it costs money, but it also costs money to, to pay certain uh, council members uh, when they sue us. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. So we'll talk about that later, but uh, I think I'm a little bit off topic. But let's talk about uh, our mayorship. Reese, we talked about Reese. He He's the one that came in and did that MPO, and, and him and, and uh, Renee are running together. Let's hope we can get things moving. Um, those are things that we're looking forward to. So um, he's a graduate student as well. That's what it says here. Um, Jesus S. Hernandez He goes by Chewy He's retired He's lived in Socorro for 57 years And if it's the same man I met 
when I ran for mayor, oh, he's amazing. Those guys, those, you know, just like you said about the veterans, I met the veterans. Um, we, we actually ran, um, uh, when, uh, I was running for mayor, you know, I didn't know much about politics at that time. I thought, oh, I'm going to run for mayor. I want to change the city just like everybody else. But there's a lot of planning and gaming and money that goes into it. And I wasn't prepared at all for that. And Chewy was one of those guys that I met. Um, he's also, if it's the same person, I think it is. He's a veteran. And he brought me in. He talked to me. You know, we had different point of view, just like me and Pablo. But you know what? They don't discriminate. They let everybody come in. Are you hungry? Just your typical Socorian. You know, are you hungry? Are you thirsty? Come here and eat with us. Hey, we're cool. Don't worry about it. You know, because these guys are, they look pretty tough. And so that's my story on, on Chewy Hernandez, you know, and we're going to reach out to him. Hopefully he can help us. But those are the kind of things that make you realize uh, humanity in itself is still out there. And this was four years ago. So we want to hopefully make sure to reach out to him and, and bring him in. Uh, have you met Chewy, uh, Paulo? No. No. Uh, he's, he's one of those, uh, if it is who I think it is, which most likely is, he's a veteran. So uh, our last one, or no, second to last, is Alfonso V. Gutierrez. I hope I got that right. Um, he's retired as well. Alfonso Gutierrez is lived here in Socorro for 60 years. So he's a, a true Socorian. He's he's been here forever. That's great. Um we want to make sure he's retired as well. We don't know where he's retired from. But uh, we want to uh, make sure we reach out to him and and hopefully get his plans for the city and hopefully we get a comment from him. Any any word on Mr. Gutierrez, Pablo? No, same thing. Some of these that when I was going through them, I'm like I had I hadn't heard of these individuals. Some of them, or a good part, a good majority of them. Right. So um, they're new, hopefully new people with new blood and new ideas. So we have here, last but not least, is Ivy Avalos. Ivy Avalos ran last. Um, Last uh, time we, we, against, we got a mayor. Against Elia. Against Elia as well. And they were in a runoff. It was the first time that, that the city of Zucora went into a runoff. Um, Ivy Avalos lost the runoff. Won the popular vote before that. But lost the runoff. So she's here. Um, I know she has very, she's a realtor too. She has close ties with Miss Colombia Lobos. Our District 4. Um, you know, it was a very, it was a crazy race about yeah, three and a half years ago. It was a crazy race. Um, I mean, gloves off. Everybody was going at it. You know, things, <laughs> you know, things were thrown. Things were upset. People screaming. And those are crazy. You know, they're not, they're just, let's be civil. Passionate. Yeah, they're passionate. You can't take but away that. A more civilized. Let's try. Let's try, you know, and, and it is what it is. Uh, she's been here for 37 years. So that's great, you know. she's That's how old she is. So I think so, yeah. yeah. So she's a realtor. Um, we want to make sure to reach out to her. 
Uh, I remember her. She, you know, um, I I remember she she worked hard. She worked really hard, but lost to Elia, and those are things that that are are appreciated. Um, we just hope that they, they have the best interest of Socorro here, and and make sure that they they go out and and uh, bring out the best in Socorro, and we, what we always want to do. So we have, but the big story is that. El, uh, Elia Garcia is not running. Yeah, I was, was surprised to see that she's not running. Um, that is that is. And I guess. It, go ahead. I guess it goes back to what you were saying, and Alex. Just to reiterate, like you question and wonder if that that's her motive. Is maybe maybe there's something there was some talks. You have to wonder at this point if there were some talks that happened inside, and just kind of all right initial term kind of deal and and say goodbye. I know at least in the military I saw certain things with either officers or certain enlisted individuals that were up there. You know, they just say, okay, finish your thing and retire or or move to a different command kind of deal. Right. Just for a different command, you know? Yeah, and 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 Elia, you know, you know, um, I had talks with her, but it's just I'm not I never knew what she was gonna do. There was never a plan for the city. And yeah. that's what makes it kind of, of you know, I'll tell you a story right before that. Um, Elia was, 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 um, was, re- was voted out of being the municipal judge for the city of Socorro. She concocted this plan on how to get paid $80,000 for a couple days or a couple hours work. And we had to vote her out because the city of Socorro doesn't have that kind of money, you know, and, and those are things that you don't forget, you know, because, you know, money, I guess, to certain people makes the world go round and, and they need it. And that was a very, very troubling time because we're like, what do you mean you want $80,000? And if I'm not mistaken, educate me a little bit, but as far as I know, like, the, the judge from, from some other people that I've known is just exactly that. And they want you to just, they want you to go. Sorry, I got my little dog over here. They just want you to, to go and sign magistrates. So like a, a search warrant, let's say, or yes. they need a warrant for like a blood drawn on DUI or something like that. Yes. Which is pretty, pretty simple. And I know Paso has, as those judges just kind of on uh, on call. On call. And here you go. It's you can tell it's easy work. I mean, well, yeah, being as an LEO going and you know when you got to try to get a warrant, it ain't a. What's an LEO? Law enforcement officer. Okay. So, oh wow, I should have known that. So no, you're right. You know, may you know what. To be anything is hard. To be cer- to be a certified lawyer, to be a certified teacher, to be anything is hard. To be a lawyer now, to be a lawyer and be barred certified, that's that's impressive. It's a challenge. And she is a, a bar certified lawyer in Texas, but you know she just didn't have it for maybe she didn't have it for for mayorship. You know maybe maybe she listened to the wrong people. Maybe she, you know maybe she something happened and and we all know that that. Uh, anywhere she goes, she's with Mr. Duran, our, our District 2 rep. And I would hate to say that 
that there was things uh, whispered to her ear and there were the wrong decisions. You read my mind. That's exactly what I was going to say because I've, I've talked to her and and I've actually talked to her away from Ralph and she comes off as, I think her attention is well, but it's just like you say, sometimes somebody whispers things in her ear and she maybe maybe still naive or still young in the game and it's just a learning process and maybe things will be learned and maybe she'll come back later on and, and have a different approach for it later on. Who knows? Right, right. Let's hope for that. Let's hope for the best and then and, and make sure that they, they get what they need and, and fulfilled. But she, uh, Elia Garcia will not be running for a re-election um, after her failed bid to run for a county commissioner here in our area. So... Um, Speaking of, I was a little disappointed uh, that we didn't, what's his name, didn't get reelected again. Who? Um, our county commissioner for our area. Oh. Uh, Vince uh, Perez. Vince Perez. Yeah, you know what? That was something else. And then, you know, those things happen. I'm not sure how they happen, but they happen. And... And it, and uh, Eliana Olguin will go in there. We'll be in there. We'll um, let's let you know. Eliana Olguin blocked me from her Twitter, and she also blocked um, Steve Zimmerman, I, I believe his name is, from Sanelli. I'm not sure why she he blocked she blocked him, but I know she blocked me because of my stance against charter schools. And those are things that, you know, are Trimponian where you and we're, we're you know, we're, we live in the city. We live in our, in our district. And a county commissioner or elected official should not block anybody from Twitter yeah. and, and should actually take on it. And you know what? I know I don't know many because I don't hang out with many. But if you're a charter school proponent, then then state your case. State your case. That's something we'll we'll hit on. Hopefully, we have a special guest lined up for this coming week, and and you know we'll talk about charter schools. That's something me and Paulo are very passionate about. He's been in the game. He's been in the game of charter schools. He's been there when when uh, when they don't give kids services, and that's that's going to be another topic for another day. Uh, wrapping up, you know, is there anything you want to say, Pablo? Anything on your mind that you want to close out with? Uh, you know, anything you want to talk about? You know what? I just, I think for me, I, I kind of want to, I think some people, you know, the two interviews that I did, a lot of people, I read a lot of comments and a lot of people, I will, I'll say this, a lot of people had a lot of, I understood I try to understand a lot of people's point of views and they were valid. And it goes back to, you know, to each his own, you know, you did, you make the decision, which is best for your family, but to please take into consideration those other families that either can't afford to, to get sick because maybe they have to send their, their child or grandchild to school because of technology issues, you know? So, you know, if you think you're coming down sick, kind of, you know, with the flu or some kind of cold and maybe even the COVID, you don't know yet. But don't risk somebody else's health just because, you know, I understand you got to go back to work and it's hard. You know, it's, it's hard on a lot of people right now. And I can just imagine 
So we just need to be looking out for one another. You know, it doesn't matter what, you know, if you're in the high class, middle class, lower class, um, black, white, brown, it doesn't matter. To me, we're all human. We need to look out for each other at the end of the day is, is, is what it comes down to, you know, and and seeing all this stuff that's going around that, and even on the national stage, it's just, I think you and I are trying to start something positive, make a change for this community, and I think that's just where it can start at, at the local level or something small like this and just try to get everybody's opinion on that's running for district four, the mayor and at large and, and see what they really have to bring to the table and, and look out for the best interests of the, of the community and truly authentically have their heart at, at best interest and, and be the example, you know, don't create division like what's going on right now. You know, we need, a, we need more unity than anything. Right. And, you know, thank you for that. We want to make sure, yeah, unity is what we want to make sure we bring on to everybody. And together we're more powerful than apart. You know, and exactly. those are things that we want to make sure we want to we get out to everybody. So um, one of our friends that is uh, Socorian uh, sent this out that there's a shopping event September 20th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. The store will only be open for those people that actually um register to vote this is happening at american eagle on saturday i believe is the 20th and from 10 a.m to 12 if you register to vote you'll be able to shop there's a vip selling event on the 20th signing up people to register to vote uh american eagle here in solo vista has partnered up with headcount and trying to sign up as many people to vote. And they are targeting high school seniors. So, mom and dad, if you're listening, because that is our targeted audience, uh, take your take your 18-year-old out there. Take them and go sign up for, for some clothes and, and sign up to vote. You know? You know, it's important to them get out. Right now, like everybody says, the future is young. The people that are doing what they're doing now is the early is the youngins. You know, I know my daughter knows the difference between the president and a congressman and Beto. <laughs> so <laughs> she knows the difference and all that. And she, you know, she knows what City Hall uh, she does at City Hall. But that's just because in our family, that's what we do. Not everybody does that. But, you know, let's, let's spread the word. Uh, special shopping event at American Eagle Saturday. Saturday. Uh, 10 to 12 if you register to vote you can vote you can actually go in and and shop i guess vip at american eagle at Chilo vista don't forget your mask that's true don't forget your mask all right guys well i think that's all we have for today um we're gonna reach out to these candidates we have a do have a special guest hopefully by this week that's why we did the show early and then we'll have another special show on september 25th um, we're still working out the details, but we'll have another show then. Uh, it'll be some kind of town hall. I'm not 100% sure who's going to show up, but people will show up. And we're going to do it then, and we're going to put it out here. And if you have any questions, please please contact us at uh, Garcia Para Socorro at Twitter. Uh, at, tw- at Garcia Para Socorro on Twitter. And Pablo, what's your handle? Mine is Pablo. One 
Barrera. It's at Pablo One Barrera. So, um, just to let you know, um, if you're a listener, one of our eight listeners, I think we had 16, 17 people listen to this on our other one. Something happened with our computer, so I had to start a brand new one. So this is episode two, but it look at it, it'll look like episode one, because there's one other one out there, and we have to send another one, a different one out because I had to change everything. So we're still starting new, we're still new, but we're still here, and we're consistent. And we want to make sure that you guys come back and and listen. And and if you have any questions, please uh, let us know. So for Pablo Barrera, this is uh, Alejandro Garcia. Uh, any last words, Pablo? Hey, just bear with us, guys. We're we're doing this for for our community, for you guys. Uh, bear with us. We're still working on all those small kinks that keep happening, but little by little, as you guys keep listening, we're gonna keep improving. You know, just gonna give you the best quality um, advocacy, I guess you could say, for you guys. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Thank you for listening. We'll see you later. Bye bye. All right. Take care.